Department of the Dead contains graphic and explicit content that may not be appropriate for some listeners. Opinions and views do not reflect that of the Department of Defense. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Department of the Dead. I'm Amanda. Hello. And this is Thought. Thoughty. Thoughtimus. Thoughtimus Prime. God, I can't believe it's been two weeks since Halloween. No, I can't believe it's 11 months into this year either. I I don't know. This is this whole thing just has me very like uneasy. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. I remember to- the New Year's Eve of 2020. I remember that. I was in Atlanta with my with my friend and one of her other friends. I don't like it. It was like the Roaring Twenties party. Like it was a Great Gatsby theme. Everybody was doing the the Great Gatsby theme. And look where that got us. Yeah, it's it's been a a soup sandwich of the last two three years. It like I can't I do, I can't wrap my brain around the fact that Thanksgiving is in like two weeks, right? Two weeks. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah. Me either. But it's, uh, and then it's Christmas, and I'm like, I'm, I've never been a person to like put up my Christmas tree before Thanksgiving, but now I feel like I'm gonna be that person just because you blink and the holidays are over. So I just want to make it feel like it lasting. I think it was last year I talked to you and I was like, I'm decorating for Christmas, and you're like, Oh, that's not me. I'm like, oh, okay. But now, now you. you've changed. Yeah, I have changed. I'm wearing skirts now. Who am I? <laughs> Voluntarily wearing skirts. New age podcast, Miss Frizzle. Thank you. It's a very long, warm skirt. And I've, I'm wearing, no, get this. I bought these uh, fleece lined tights and they are so warm. They are, I, I don't think I could wear a dress or a skirt in the middle of, well, feels like winter right now without these tights. Where have these been my whole life? <laughs> I would have worn these in the field. Like, these are really warm. Glad you found them, though. I'm still uh, kicking it old school with these bad boys. Ankle socks? No, the pants, you goof. Oh, the pants. <laughs> You're showing me your ankle socks. I'm like, that's that's nice. That's nice. The ankle socks are really keeping me warm this winter. I'm a lady. I'm, I'm not going to show you my ankles, all right? You're a scandalous lady. Therefore, you're having the no-shows. You got those no-show socks. What are we talking? <laughs> what are we talking about today? What are we talking about? <laughs> we are talking about aliens, UFOs, uh, anything extraterrestrial today. UAPs is what they're called nowadays. Yes, yes, they are. Yes. I'm sorry. Go on. No, you're good. That was just one of my little fun facts. Now, the the DoD in particular having a lot of talk around it because of the. When, when was it those files got declassified or something? It was a fairly recently, wasn't it? Like 2019, 2018? Files for what? Um, like UFO sightings or UAP sightings. I think it was I think it was later than that. Um uh, I think it was Wasn't it, it around was, the time they were gonna go storm Area fifty one? I feel like it was after that when they were like, Hey, like this is a real thing. When was that? Uh, when the, God, that seemed like God, remember that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I want to say that was 2020, but that doesn't even feel right. I feel like that was 2019. Maybe? I, don't, I really don't know. Oh, fuck. I don't know. I know. Like, at that point, like, whoever had a baby when 
people were talking about storming Area 51. They're about to start fucking preschool. I don't know. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like how fast time's moving. It's awful. Um, but, yeah. but to aliens, uh, it's still different, I guess. Department of Defense and like other like uh, security agencies did say like UAPs are real. I mean, not necessarily saying aliens or life on other planets are real, but even like the uh, Office of... Uh, well, the intelligence agency, the National Intelligence Manager of Aviation, put out that image. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has, like, unmanned aircraft. It has, like, a bomber. It has a couple of man... I think there's, like, a Russian jet in there. And the bottom left corner, there's a, a UFO or UAP flying. Do yeah. you remember that? I think even Tails posted about it. And then they were like, oh, that was a mistake. And they took it out. Ah. Uh, sus. Suspicious. You know what else? You were right, or we were right. It was 2019. It was before 2020. That's when they were talking about storming Area 51. Wow. Those are the days. Oh, my God. That was, yeah. September 17th to the 21st of 2019. That was three years ago. Fuck me. Fuck. I remember that, too. Like, well, we were supposed to, like, my, my old unit was supposed to go to NTC, like, following 2020, so... I just remember it's around that area. It wasn't like, I mean, Area 51, still in the Mojave Desert, but like I don't know. I think like the neighboring towns or whatever, holding people. I don't know. I don't know. We should have went. Yeah. More more of that needs to happen. Why doesn't it happen anymore? We just gave up. I think we kind of gave up. Because <laughs> that was a big fun deal. How many people showed up? There's like 2,000, less than 2,000. The show out wasn't incredible. It was more successful than the fire festival. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that that shit show. <laughs> that's your that's your measurement range. But yeah, no, I I remember that. I remember like that guy that came on Joe Rogan that was talking about um he worked at Area 51 and they had that material that the that the the aircraft that alien aircraft was made out of it. It was like a weird metal it 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 just like responded. It was powered by electromagnetic fields and gravity, something like that. It was really weird. I remember listening to it, and I'm just like, I feel like I'm like listening to a fever dream. Yeah, I don't. Well, uh, to pass the time, I did put together a couple things here and there. I guess I'm just gonna call this interesting alien facts. So to kick it off, unless you have anything thought. Um, no, I don't. Oh, I forgot to ask you, what are you drinking? Well, I've had about seven beers, and now I'm drinking <laughs> tequila and pot, tequila and pineapple. <laughs> this uh, this podcast is also my pre pregame before the Eagles game, so that's how I'm rationalizing it. That's to fair. myself. That's fair. Also, I think we're more fun when we're even though that one asshole who gave us a bad review. I think we're more fun when we're a little <laughs> drunk. I loved that fucking review. <laughs> That was so rude. <laughs> but whatever. Good for him. I mean, like, I I figured we're going to get some hate. Like, that's just the nature of the beast. But, like, that was just so fucking... I don't know why I was laughing so hard when I was reading that. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say I laughed, but... I uh, did. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, we'll post so... post that picture. Go on. <laughs> All right, so I got some interesting alien facts and UFO facts for us here. Uh, the first well-known UFO sighting occurred in 1947 
when businessman Kenneth Arnold claimed to see a group of nine high-speed objects near Mount Rainier in Washington while flying his small plane. I know. I kept that in there because I saw Mount Rainier was gorgeous today. Just throwing it out there. for you. I know. Um, She's beautiful today. Go on. Uh, so in 1948, the U.S. Air Force began an investigation on the reports called Project Sign. Uh, Project Sign was succeeded by Project Grudge, which in 1952 was replaced by the longest lived of official inquiries about UFOs, was named Project Blue Book, headquartered at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Dayton, Ohio. Nothing good comes from Ohio. It's true. Anyway, so from 1952 to 1969, Project Blue Book compiled reports of more than 12,000 sightings or events, each of which was ultimately classified as one identified with a known astronomical, atmospherical, or artificial human-caused phenomenon, or two, which was unidentified. Uh, So they were starting to keep track of this stuff a while back. I mean, realistically, not from the time that people have seen otherworldly things in this lifetime since human beings have been on Earth. Um, but I guess like the first time the government actually started recording this stuff instead of just in literature that we know of anyways, that, yeah, that we know of. I, maybe there's something on those, uh, what are they, the, the Dead Sea Scrolls or some shit? Like hieroglyphics? Yeah. Oh my God. I feel like an idiot, but you know what I'm talking about? Some, some ancient scripture, something talking about aliens and maybe they've already found it. It's just like, there's like pictures of helicopters and UFOs and shit that resemble the things we still see today. Just go look in the Vatican. It's probably there. On my way. (laughs) Catholic church is hiding things. Besides boys. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Incoming of the hate comment. (laughs) Four, four stars is now three. Uh, Fuck you! <laughs> I hate the I don't. I don't hate the Catholic Church. I just hate certain. Just kidding, guys. I love God. <laughs> well, yeah. Sip. Well, but philosophical. They, they drink, drink your juice. Quick, quick sip. So I'm just gonna go down a little bit. Uh, another U.S. major U.S. study of UFO sightings was the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program, or AATIP. A, a secret project that ran from 2007 to 2012. AATIP was a public or was first made public in December 2017. The most newsworthy aspect of it uh, was a report that the U.S. government possessed alloys and compounds perpetually attained from UFOs that were unidentifiable in nature, but many scientists remain skeptical about this claim. So I'm assuming this is probably what came from that guy that went on Joe Rogan. Um, Talk about like the different metals and stuff that these aircraft were made out of. (laughs) This was your fun fact. Uh, UFOs are now officially classified as unexplained aerial phenomenon or UAPs by the military. Sorry. Hey, I, I know that you said earlier before we started recording that you have some stories and I cannot wait to hear it because like your job is to stare at the sky. Like more or less that's your job. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, yeah, that's a part of it, I guess. <laughs> Consider me a part time <laughs> off the clock alien observer <laughs> what's your job description i stare at the sky <laughs> just like this just squint up there <laughs> you should you should get like some art made of like calvin and Hobbes just like staring up into the sky with like their little kits all decked out and whatnot <laughs> i can photoshop that <laughs> shayla <laughs> Shayla, are you listening? <laughs> okay. 
she's not Shayla anymore. She's actually <laughs> uh, she's actually my project manager. Project manager. Oh, you fancy. <laughs> so we talked about her. Yeah. Her uh, her title, and it's not project manager. It's not just Shayla. I like it. A project manager. It's so official. We'll still call her Shayla, though. But just know she's the PM. Okay. Referring to her as the PM for this operation. <laughs> okay. So those are just like a few fun facts I had. Some of them are just like a little long-winded, so I don't want to read them. But um, anyway, so moving on to this little tidbit that I found, which was unusual asteroid uh, found in October 19th, 2017, um, an astronomer using Hawaii's Pan-STARRS telescope discovered a moving object past the sun at 196,000 miles per hour, uh, so fast that it was almost surely originated from outside the solar system. The object, dubbed Umauma, uh, Hawaiian for a first scout from a distant place, was initially classified as an asteroid and then a comet, and more recently as a chunk of hydrogen ice. One scientist by the name of Loeb has analyzed these, all these ideas and finds that they still leave some questions unanswered. He doesn't see a plausible way for a large hydrogen iceberg could form. And even if it did, he says the object uh, like that would not survive its interstellar journey into the solar system because hydrogen evaporates so readily. Furthermore, Oumuamua had unusual features that didn't match those of asteroids or comets. For one thing, it's extremely elongated, about 10 times longer than it is wide. The object's acceleration is also unexplained, as there's no sign of outgassing propulsion caused by the release of a gas that's normally seen in comets. So Loeb and another scientist called Schmel Baile uh, of Harvard suggested that Oumuamua was pushed and sped up by solar radiation, which in case caused it to be shaped more like a thin pancake than like a cigar, as it was commonly assumed. Sorry, that raised the possibility that Oumuamua might be a light sail of artificial origin. That's interesting to me. They, when they said that it was like of artificial origin, not like, you know, natural or organic or they happened in space. Right. So that this chunk of hydrogen coming from either a planet or some kind of like extraterrestrial spacecraft or something, piece of machinery, what have you, like it... Point being, like, this asteroid they don't think was naturally made. Kind of cool, right? Just a big hunk of ice hurling through space. Nothing scary about that. Maybe it's, like, uh, my world algorithm that's, like, fucked up right now. But I've seen about three, now four, like, uh, asteroid-themed shows and content. I've seen two asteroid shows the last two days. And now this. Or there's one other that I saw on Instagram. (sighs) I don't know. No. A- asteroids and tsunamis are terrifying. <laughs> I hate that. Well, no, now that I'm like putting this into like, what did I just talk about? I'm inland. I'm good. <laughs> but this thing of like, what what was it that I just talked about? Basically, just to summarize in the cliff notes, this is a giant piece of ice from an alien ice machine. It wasn't a naturally formed ice, like an icicle that you'd find outside. This was like, basically, they're insinuating that this was a piece of like an ice cube you get your from from your refrigerator, just hurling through space, just to put it into context. Sure. Giant refrigerator ice block just flying past the sun at almost 200,000 miles an hour. I'd stop it. I'm not afraid of ice. (laughs) Fake laugh noises. Get a big salt block or something. Just insert a laugh track. Um, The Seinfeld laugh track. (laughs) 
Um, so I just kind of want to go real quick into some uh, ancient aliens in architectural archaeological evidence uh, to support these claims that aliens walked amongst us uh, thousands of years ago. Uh, for the first one, and I know that we talked about this when we were talking about um, the Nephilim, but it was a yep. pharaoh named uh, Akehenten, uh, Pharaoh Akehenten's uh, elongated skull. Uh, the strange appearance has caused speculation from some ancient alien theorists that he might have been an extraterrestrial being. Indeed, his appearance in the ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics and statues is odd and very dissimilar from how other pharaohs were portrayed. He is shown as having an elongated skull, a long neck, overweight midsection, and breasts. While these features were quite similar to the Western Are depiction of aliens, him or, or me, him. <laughs> now they're describing him, and they some you some sure? people. <laughs> Don't talk about yourself like that. That hurt my feelings. Like, oh shit. <laughs> I was thinking of of Roger from uh, from American Dad. American Dad, yeah. <laughs> but they're basically saying that this may be attributed to Marfan syndrome. But the next one being the Egyptian pyramids, uh, the ancient Egyptian pyramids of Giza, one of the world's greatest archi architectural wonders and mysteries, considered to be built in about uh, 2580 to 2560 BC. Uh, archaeologists and historians alike are puzzled just as how these huge structures were built. One theory is that they had alien assistants who would have used advanced technologies to create them. And I know we kind of touched on that in a previous episode of like aliens interfering. So this is kind of just going down the list of all the different sites where they may have interfered and helped human civilization along. Right. Oh my God. We watched uh, From Dust Till Dawn last night. Have you ever seen that? No. It's a uh, fuck. He didn't direct it, but um, it's, uh, Quentin Tarantino. Oh, okay. oh fuck! It's an old movie. It's it basically it's like a vampire movie. That's my boyfriend didn't tell me what it was we were watching. I was thinking it was maybe going to be some thriller. Like I was, I know I horrible indie. Fit, I don't know, but I've never seen the movie. Didn't know what it is about. And I was thrown for a loop when it turned out to be vampires, like, eating people in Mexico. But behind where this bar was, where this took place, was, like, this ancient, like, Mayan temple leading up to the top where that was where the bar was. So, basically, that was, like, a sacrificial spot uh, where they would, the vampires would feed on unsuspecting truckers and bikers. Hmm. But it was, I did, uh, after, like, seeing that bit, from the movie, it made me think about the different pyramids and stuff that we have all over the world. Like why, you know, people, these people have never talked to each other, yet their architecture is so similar. That's yeah. just puzzling to me. It is. It's, it is. And I wish that was like a, it's definitely like an RFI, like, why? 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 Why are these, these temples all over the world? Why? <laughs> but really, though, it's it's so it's so interesting that um, yeah, I, I like to believe that they had help from our friends up in the the void of space. First off, how did where, what's your what's your take on aliens or extra extraterrestrial life? I think they talk to a very specific group if they're even there. But I'm going to read after I get to this. I'm going to read another theory, and I'm just that that kind of. Threw me for a loop a little bit with my current thought of aliens and their interactions with human beings. So my original theory was that they talked to a very specific 
small group of elites. <laughs> and doing so just because if the whole world knew there would just be pandemonium as like we see with just government elites or like financial elites or are they the same? I think we a little bit of both. And I think a lot of theories can support that just, you know, over time and the course of history that there was it the Vatican being like a, a big one of them, like what do they call it? like the new world order or that came after the NATO treaty, didn't it? New world, the theories about the new world order, I don't, something like that. But <laughs> yeah, I just like, I was like, come on, help me, help me. You're just like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're breaking but, up. I didn't hear it. Oh, okay. Well, pretty much, I, I, I think that there is a small, small group. Um, obviously, the wealth is there, so they don't have to worry about anything other than just, like, interacting with the aliens and giving them reports on, like, what's going on with the human race. Yeah, I think that that's, and that they interfere every once in a while, but now it's, like, a little bit tricky to interfere because just our technology is so much more advanced than what it was thousands of years ago when they were helping, what I presume, helping people build these large pyramids for what reason i don't know they believe gods i think maybe they were being told to do this by some aliens or coerced coerced to do it by like the aliens from the elite from back in the day bunch of sheep you know just, just doing <laughs> what they're told um yeah i i agree um i think at least the government is like the the some some shade of the government is the upper tier who's communicating with extra tech extraterrestrial life um that's why it always gets me when like you have these alien invasion movies and they call upon the military or like the zombie apocalypse movies like calling upon the military i'm just like yo like we're not ready for that <laughs> we, Even if we, we and i was just watching another asteroid movie today with my roommate and i'm like and like there's like uh gate guards right conducting like yeah. the flow of the traffic into these people who are going on these ships they're gonna fly to safety. I'm like, if the world's ending, I'm not, I'm not working a gate. I'm not working anything. Put, put me on a plane to safety or fuck off. Like, yeah, what if like fuck you? Like, I've done my job. It's over. <laughs> and there's like some some like lieutenant that was in charge of like corralling people because you know that's they had it like during COVID. Like some lieutenant was put in charge of like a bunch of medics to like. Or whoever to put them in the quarantine barracks. And so you're telling me that some like 22 year old with a fucking finance degree is going to be helping people during a catastrophic event such as that. No. Okay. Okay. Like, I mean, like, goodbye. I'm sure that there are lieutenants who are capable of doing that, but I, I'm, I'm sure we're all capable, but like, in, you're going to die soon. The plan's going to be destroyed. And this is, you're going to be like, okay, this is my last, like, my last who maybe Jeff Reffert would do it. Like I'm pretty sure most people. Oh my wouldn't. god! <laughs> I think most of us would be like, okay, later. I love America, but I'm gonna go be with my family for this last hour. Jeff will oh stand god. ground and salute every fucking flag he sees. <laughs> He'll be making like those Facebook and LinkedIn updates till the day he leaves this earth. <laughs> yeah, I've God. I've heard I've heard some story stories about that. That young man. Yeah. I have my my opinions about it. And like I don't actively choose to partake in the bullying. Do I think that this kid needs to be like bullied into submission? No. I think that he needs somebody with the qualifications to talk to him. To be the one to talk to him. With the evidence around him. If that makes sense. 
So I'm not one to I'm not one to to judge per se, and I will not bully. Do I think he's ridiculous? Yes. There there's just like this lack of self awareness that is clearly there. He's definitely a fucking noodle, but he might be who we need <laughs> to save the human race as we're retreating. I, I tried to be very eloquent about it. Yeah, this fucking noodle. <laughs> I think that's a fair. Like, I don't think it's a bad. That's fair. That's fair. No, there's I much worse things to be called rather than noodle. <laughs> a fucking noodle? Yeah, why not? He's like a goofball. When I say call people goofballs, that's like that's me telling you you're you're something bad. Oh. Well, that's a sweet way to put it. <laughs> anyway, Jeff, hold it down, bud. So this this next bit I thought was pretty interesting, uh, reference aside. There's the ancient, hi- ancient hieroglyphics on Mars. So far, we've lo- uh, looked at the idea of aliens visiting ancient civilizations on Earth, but what if the favor was returned? Or, sorry, a recent NASA photo taken on the planet Mars shows what, what looks like ancient hieroglyphics carved onto a rock. While we can't be sure what the marks are at this point, is clearly certain that uh, it certainly has enthused ancient alien believers who claim that this is more evidence that that aliens and ancient peoples visited one another. Um, And I can open up the chat and try to drop this picture in there. Try that. Uh, So it's on the drive uh, if you want to look at it. Um, All right. Well, while you're working on pulling that up, uh, I have a little little notes section. So I'm just going to sprinkle these here and there throughout this episode. But um, this actually made me think of this as I was researching, researching while I was looking up like all these alien facts and whatnot. Um, In Colleen, Texas, there is a restaurant called Galaxy Burger. Have you ever been to it? You know what I'm talking about? The it's so for those of you who don't know, or are maybe finding themselves in the Fort Hood area and you're a big Star Wars fan. I'm not, I didn't grow up with Star Wars. I appreciate the fan culture. And I did appreciate the fact that this entire restaurant was Star Wars themed. And it's not your nope. fault. It's me being me with technology. Um. <laughs> uh, here, let me try it's in, this. It's in the drive. Yeah. So let me, let me try this real quick. I'll just text it to you. I did go to that uh, Star Wars um, speakeasy last night. Oh, how was that? You told me. Pretty cool. I've heard about it. And after the movies, we went to a bar next to it. And I went to the bathroom and there's like a random Darth Vader like statue. I'm like, it's really weird considering this is like a martini bar. I take a piss and I come back (laughs) out. And there's like a false door that was closing like within the wall. And oh, that's awesome. when the door was closing, I saw inside of it. I was like, wait a minute. So we ended up going in it and it was pretty cool. It's like reservation only. It fits like 20 people. It's really small. Uh, but we were able to sit the bars. It, it was neat. That is awesome. Oh, I love finding like little, little speakeasies and stuff. Like when you're out and about not expecting to find them. You know, I feel like if you go out like looking for a speakeasy. Colorado Springs is a lot of speakeasies. It's sick. Yeah, there's uh, there's one in um, Austin that my friend brought us to. Oh fuck, it! I can't remember what street it was on, but it was called Garage, and it was literally in a parking garage. Like, and I remember we went in there and we had like one drink, and then the before, and then the waitress came around, and our friend like just jokingly said to her like she had RBF, but you know whatever. Don't I, I get it? Same. But my my friend he goes. 
wow, don't look so happy to be alive. And she like looked at all of us and she just points the door. She goes, get out. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what did we do? Zoinks. I have respect that though. I'm a resting bitch face member myself. I feel like I have it sometimes if I'm like in a spot where I don't really know people very well. And then other times I, I find myself just smiling in my house. And then I'm like, I really hope I don't have rusting dumb face because I would hate to have rust. I'd rather have rusting bitch face than rusting dumb face. Yeah, I yeah, could agree. I could agree with you there. I got I got your picture. So the the top picture, you've got the hieroglyph- hieroglyphics in Egypt, and then the center photo is uh, from the picture that they took on Mars, like from the rover. You can kind of see like where the lines are. That's where the hieroglyphics they they said the hieroglyphics were. Okay. So I, I mean, like, if you got a clearer picture, but to me, like, I'm like, oh, I can, I can kind of see, I could see it. I don't know if I'm 100. percent I believe it. I would need more photo evidence, but I don't know. That's a pretty interesting photo in my mind. And then the one below it um, is a different photo. Uh, it, it's showing like a kind of. It looks like an Egyptian pharaonic coffin, pharaonic. Like for pharaohs, like what what a pharaoh would be buried in. It looks like it's just like on the side of like some rock, and it's highlighted in yellow just to amplify it in the picture. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those were photos taken uh, from a couple of the rovers on Mars, and I thought they were interesting, so I included them. I think on the one the bottom is definitely more, I think, substantial than the top one. Yeah, like the top one, Based you're on like, the- uh, okay. I feel like it's a stretch, you know. Yeah, but when you pair it with the one on the bottom. The one on the bottom looks like similar things you'd see in Egypt or elsewhere. Sarcophagus, that's the word I'm looking for. I don't know why it's a pharaonic coffin. Sarcophagus works just as well, but I digress. So if you follow, (laughs) um, the page is called som.et, and it's almost all about uh, Mars uh, Curiosity Rover um mm. pictures and videos it's it's really I'll, I'll tag you right now um yes please do it's really it's really sick there's like no context really into bot into behind what it's seeing it's more along the lines of this is when it was taken this is the video the day um and i guess you really figure for yourself like what it, you're seeing but i just sent it to you um it's pretty sick honestly i love that page Okay. Okay. Let me take a look. Um, pulling it up right now. I just tagged you in one post. Okay. Oh, whoa. That's a whole that's a very neat hole. Literally like neat. It's per it's a perfect circle. Like, it's a perfect Mars. It's got like highlighted like it looks like chalk marks. Like it was almost like, drilled out where like the excess like uh yeah. earth is is getting spit out of it. It kinda looks like a like a site like a not like a construction site but like some kind of like industrial area you know it's got like the guidelines on the ground that's that's what it looks like to me that's interesting i'm going to follow this page ah look at that rock oh look at that i know it's a it's a whole bunch of it's a whole bunch of things oh 
Oh my God. I feel like I could get lost in this. So I'm going to put this away before I just start looking at my phone and we're still recording. Just 50 minutes of silence. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is so neat. Look at that hole. <laughs> That's one. Um, wow. What a hole. <laughs> so uh, this was, this was the article that I found that kind of made me like rethink my theory a little bit about what kinds of ancient aliens maybe they interacted with if um ancient human beings like civilizations did um so here's a theory as to why extraterrestrial intelligence is more likely to be artificial than biological as we've seen with the world today like how much like we're using ai for algorithms we're using it for facial recognition we're, we're using it for tracking the stock market to everything like that we're at the very beginning stages of ai now imagine like these alien civilizations and like how long they may have been around um and the likelihood of them now beyond their biological expiration date now their continue their civilization is continuing through ai isn't that interesting ah it's so cool and i never thought about this do you think it's completely artificial? Do you think there's like I know I know I I think a lot of the uh, UAPs we see are unmanned, remote controlled. Mm-hmm. However, just like our little yeah. drones are. Um, yeah. Do you think Do you think there's some type of if they're coming like, from a biological source? Yeah, like some type of physical presence elsewhere outside of. So that's where this this kind of gets into it. Is like is is it AI that's pushing these things out there and making the con making contact with human beings uh, are the aliens themselves, like, you know, AI in a physical body, as opposed to being like just trapped in a computer. Right. Like this, this kind of stuff. I just like, I never considered it. And now like the more I think about it, just like hell, even just every time I see like my targeted ads, I'm like, one day you could be in space, little buddy. But until now, or until that point, you're just going to be my algorithm on my Instagram that shows me things that I definitely don't need to be putting into my cart, but I will be doing that anyway. <laughs> but um, so this is just like the gist of the article, which this kind of puts it, it words it better than what I'm able to right now. Um, so is there intelligent life elsewhere in the universe? It's a question that's been debated for centuries, if not millennia, but only recently we've had an actual chance of finding out with initiatives such as SETI, which is the search for extraterrestrial intelligence using radio telescopes to actively listen for radio messages from ancient civilizations. Uh, So what should we expect to detect if the search has succeed? My suspicion is it's very unlikely it'll be little green men something I speculated about on a talk with Breakthrough Listen, a SETI project conference. Suppose there are other planets where life began that follow something like the Darwin evolution, which needn't be the case. Even then, it is highly unlikely of the progression of intelligence and technology that would happen at the exact same pace as Earth. If it lags significantly behind, then the planet would plainly reveal no evidence of extraterrestrial life to our radio telescopes. But around an older star than the sun, we have heard the head start of a billion years or more. Human technological civilization only dates back millennia at most, and it may be one of the only, or it may be one or two more centuries before humans, made up of organic materials such as carbon, have overtaken or transcended by inorganic intelligence such as AI. Computer processing power has already been increasing exponentially, meaning AI in the future may be 
able to vastly uh, able to use vastly more data than it does today. It seems to follow that it could get exponentially smarter, surpassing human general intelligence, bringing AI from other planets. As AI may even begin to evolve, creating even better and better versions of itself on a faster than Darwinism scale for billions of years, he, organic human intelligence level would then be just a brief interlude in our human history before the machines take over. So it's supporting like the theory that machines took over like these alien civilizations. <laughs> Sick. So uh, that is why my boyfriend does not want Alexa listening to anything I'm saying. <laughs> In our house. The day the Roomba and the coffee maker attack us. <laughs> I changed Alexa's name, so uh, yeah, she can't hear me. Unless. What's what's her name now? Ziggy. Ziggy. Don't say it out <laughs> loud. She's going to start listening. So what, at that point, when with AI and demonic presences, presences, does that open up the question, are demonic entities able to travel to extraterrestrial worlds <laughs> I, I, I just blew your mind yeah. so you're like uh, nope not even gonna i need to be on... are there different kinds of like demons for like the alien races like religious background yeah, like, no, or, have... or is it all one oh we have the devil like that's our lowest root do the aliens have the same yeah there's devil? like is there an... some the the evil onion i don't know <laughs> I guess we'll have to find out. We'll, we'll ask us questions when I'm too sober for that one. You're like, oh, no, that that question tastes like I need another drink. <laughs> I saw that coming up, too, and I was like, oh, God, it's going to happen. I am out of my uh, my drink, though. Well, you need a, oh, do you need more? No, I'm good. Okay. Um, so that was, you know, the the basics of it. There was one bit. Oh, my God. What was the fuck was it called? Uh, okay. Sorry, this is the last part of it. Uh, this is about decoding the messages. So even if SETI, the, that project succeeded, it would therefore be unlikely to record de decodable messages. Instead, it may spot a byproduct or even a malfunction of some superior complex machine far beyond our comprehension. SETI uh, focuses on the radio part of electromagnetic spectrum, but as far, but as we have no idea of what's out there, we should clearly explore all wave bands, including optical and x-ray parts. Rather than just listening for radio transmission, we should also be alert to other evidence of non-natural phenomenon or activity. These include artificial structures ar built around stars to absorb their energy, known as Dyson spheres. And I didn't know that that's what they were called, but yeah, it's like this big like donut that goes around a sun to harness the electromagnetic energy and that's kind of what like the Joe Rogan guy like described was like that's how this alien aircraft worked was using electromagnetic fields rather than like being powered from a power source. Cool, right? It is cool. Somebody like I, I think somebody at least in our planet, probably our government or China, like knows answers. <laughs> um They've, yeah, and that's the scary thing is like the, the general public we don't know. Yeah, like we, I think we've taken, I think uh, aircraft have crashed in, on Earth, and we've taken X, Y, and Z like uh, technology from them and have used it and developed from there. But like we've gone this far and this long from covering up, probably since all the hieroglyphics you've seen with UAPs and UFOs and shit. Um, yeah, like they're not going to stop now. Maybe. 
I think they'll, you know, they've given us a little cookie of like, hey, like maybe this, maybe they do exist or we've, we've, you know, we've seen this before, but I don't think we'll ever fully be like, give us the, the full, the full truth. Yeah. I, I'm just thinking about like these ancient civilizations and obviously I, I think that there's just too many commonalities across the globe with no major like interconnecting uh, mode of transportation for people to visit all the different continents easily and in time to spread that knowledge. You, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's not there, but all these similar things are happening yeah. at the same time. I'm just, I cannot help but think of these little like Alexa robots just helping civilization. <laughs> just drop a bunch of Roombas off. Alexa, unga bunga fire. <laughs> unga bunga fire. Sorry, I didn't understand that. <laughs> Whose side are you on? Sorry. Will my Alexa fight the aliens, Alexa? Like, is there any is there any alliance there? I I don't know, and I think that that opens up another realm of conversation where does AI have morals and what's guiding those morals? I feel like there's a lot of movies about that. I, I don't know. I don't have the answers. I'm not going to be killed by a robot, though. You mark my words. <laughs> Come at me, bitch. You listening? There are so many episodes. <laughs> Just you fighting your Roomba in the driveway is so thinking Think of like the most awful items, awful pieces of machinery that we have in our homes that could turn against us. Thank God I haven't bought an automatic litter changer by now. I got the hand crank. If my crock pot makes my food cold, I'm going to be very upset with it. The crock pots are just spiteful. They just unplug themselves. Goodbye, father. They're like, what is your superpower? You're evil. You're evil doing. I make dinner, Cole. <laughs> Instead of a toaster bath, it's just a crock pot bath, crock pot shower. <laughs> oh my god. Well, what if, what if like aliens are just like, what if aliens and ghosts, what we think to be our ghosts, are aliens? You know, when like technology like fucks up, like it's like alien AI that's like try to communicate through like human beings, worldly possessions. It's just aliens. There's no ghosts. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, God. No, because that can't be. Because <laughs> a lot of the ghosts you see, people see like family members being ghosts, you know. I think maybe there's like three spectrums to go from human life form, us, ghosts, being ghosts, like hamsters. Yeah. And then number three, <laughs> extraterrestrial aliens on the outside. I'm sorry. Can you imagine this thing trying to kill me? Uh. <laughs> the irony of my hamster mouse being the one to take me out. I bet it could, honestly. <laughs> I'm, oh I am God. scared of of AI. Like, I, I am afraid of... I think technology can be scary, but I don't know. I'm not afraid of it necessarily, like like a lot of movies. I have like a healthy respect of it, but I, I do. It's not necessarily like I don't trust the technology. It's just like I don't trust the people who own that technology. You know, like cell phone companies that will listen to what people say. Your phone's like literally spying on you. Like if you download an app, it's got like access to all your shit, including your camera and your microphone. Like, yeah, yeah. duh, they're listening. 
it's not AI. It's not the technology as much as the man or woman behind it. Exactly. It's not. It's not the AI. I'm. I'm technically worried about. I'm worried about the people on the other end, which is why I'm working in my office alone. Like I have a little piece of masking tape. I put that over the. Put that right over the the camera. I'm like, you're, you're not. You don't get to see me eating Cheetos at my desk. No, thank you. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But then you can't really do that with your phone. Like, do you realize like how often like your FBI agent has watched you take a shit? I'm just saying. At least three times a day. That's six hours total. <laughs> wow, you're regular. <laughs> He's like, this is the easiest job ever. <laughs> ah, all right. He's going to the bathroom. Lunchtime. <laughs> it's like if you're irregular, then he just like sends you laxative like commercials on your phone. If you've been- he knows my he knows my routine just just <laughs> i was talking about this the other day okay i'm um, sorry this is an alien related but yeah somebody some type of a government knows who i am that runs this instagram page that i have you know like they see my face they know me they know my rank and d-o-d-i-d a government um, page follows you no like i'm not officially but like an unofficial page whether you know like i'm I'm open to like following somebody knows yeah. like, who I am. It's not hard. And I found this out from a friend and I gave a little piece of information and that led to he or she finding a lot out about, about me. And I was like, Holy Oh, fuck. not that like I've been yeah. denied, but I was, I was honestly really, I guess I'm naive to technology cause I really don't know about it, nor do I give a fuck. I'm an old 30-year-old. Yeah. Um, but I was really surprised. When I was like, you found all of this about me from my first name, pretty much. Which led yeah. to a few other things. And then I was like, wow, yeah. I mean, on the bright side, like, the AI initially will not know what we're talking about. Like, the alien AI, they're trying to communicate with our worldly devices and be like, not understanding, having to, like, decode for a second. They're like, oh, okay, what? Now, explain to me again, what is Nyan Cat? <laughs> they might know what it is. Flying through space. Yeah. <laughs> they, they might know. They have that attraction at their Disney I, World. Yeah, like in fucking Space Jam. But it's, it is scary to like think about, you know, just the amount of things that are out there. Like I, before getting out of the army, like I just went through this entire thing where I went through each thing that I've ever like logged into that involved money. It and it involved like my face and like my identity and went through and like changed all the passwords and I've got them stored in a safe place. But it's like you know, turn on two factor authentication for this and do this. And it's I still have this like paranoia that somebody's gonna like break into my information and like steal every penny of mine. It's a it's a stupid fear, but it's like one of those things that wakes me up at like three o'clock in the morning, like I need to change my bank password again. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think right now, anyways, it's all, it is scary, but at the end of the day, it's a click of a button away from someone like you and I, like a person. Yeah. Right now. now I'm not the... saying it's how it'll be in the future, but. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that maybe like at the, at the boom of the internet, like we were kind of like guided that way with, by aliens, like them giving us like a sliver of like what, what they use to like connect all of their, their being, their thoughts. Yeah. Like, I, I think that that's possible. Thoughts. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> thoughts. Thoughts, thoughts. Uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of, and I've heard, I've read this before, a lot of our, like, uh, techno- technological advancements are 
based off of otherworldly things and from there we we uh what we go with it um i don't think we jump right into what they have because holy shit we went from a nokia the size of this fucking cup to you know like contact lenses that can can tell what you want to want to eat i think we kind of are like walking our way into the into that into the machine takeover and it's it is it is beyond weird to think about and again like with with our generation and like our concept of time compared to like you know our parents and our grandparents who were actually like present like in the moment for everything because they didn't have all these distractions that like yeah they've been married for however many years but like they've actually had more face-to-face contact than what couples do these days and so it's like boom time flies for for us that's why earlier time flew since the fucking storming of Area 51 that sadly failed, but I wish it would have happened. R.I.P. Time flew since the last time we talked, but it's, I need a meatball. Yeah. I need a meatball stirring break. A meat a meatball intermission. Yep, meatball intermission. Be back in three. Okay. Longer than three minutes. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. Hold on. Um, shit. What were we talking about? <laughs> uh, I think we talked a lot about a. AI and shit. Yeah, it it's it's interesting because now I'm seeing ads for like it's basically taking people and like what people's like movements are and stuff, like recording people, and then it's like you know, it's like a filter on their face to match like what a machine is saying. So it looks like a real person is it's like the deep fakes. It looks like a person's talking to you, but it's just like a robot using a person's avatar. It's that's bizarre. It's scary. It's terrifying. And I like just think of like how far we've come in like the past like five years of technology. I hate it. And I I feel like I'm a six year old (laughs) in a 30 year old body. Like it's. Like it's not slow fun. Slow down, you, you goddamn kids. Ugh. This this time this feels like time travel, and I'm like, I, I need more time to feel like I have back to enjoy the Christmas time. And now I have to start in November because I hiccup, and then it's New Year's. It sucks. Yeah, it's not ideal. But but here we are, podcasting yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> The best podcast in the world, by the way. We have a total of over 1 million viewers. So, <laughs> Rate, review, deal. and subscribe. Big deal, no big deal. But, big you know, deal. we're humble. We're humble yeah, about we it. We don't like to talk about it at all. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> um, but <laughs> what I, that's all I really have for aliens. Um, but I could share with you the random things that popped into my head throughout the week. Uh, what are we calling it? Manda's musings. Manda's musings, pretty much. It's like thoughts, thoughts, yeah. but Amanda thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Alliteration. We like it here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I used my notepad just to jot down things that popped into my head throughout the week. So I'm going to share them uh, with you guys, and hopefully you appreciate it. If you don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is care. this is my mind. I was thinking about this this one in particular that is in this bullet point. 
about you know back in the day with like the Salem witch trials and how they had like they had an endpoint like the church stopped doing you know public executions of women accused of witchcraft right mm-hmm. and I feel like it was widely broadcast like hey we're not doing this anymore and then that's it just kind of stopped and then it made me think about what if there was this guy who was away on maybe like a hunting trip for business and he was just wasn't in town at that time it was announced that they weren't doing uh twitch trials anymore and so he gets rejected by some woman i don't know like Constance didn't really like Sir Philip's advancement, so she rejected him. So then he accuses her of witchcraft. And then the town is just like, nah, nah, we don't we don't do that anymore. <laughs> we don't do that here anymore, Sir Phillips. I don't care if you said she levitated off the ground. It's mildly concerning, but we don't do that anymore. <laughs> oh, she made you giggle? Uh, like, that's... We call that comedy now. It's not just, uh, we're not going to just murder her. She did math? Well, she was baking. <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, that, that was one of them. And then later this week, this is another bullet point I had. Uh, I had a guy that I went to high school with. I wasn't like friends with him. I just kind of knew who he was. And he wasn't, you know, he wasn't like one of the the athletes or like quote the popular kids or anything like that but he wasn't like disliked slash unknown he just kind of hung out with i think with the band kids i think oh yeah he sounds awesome yeah so i mean like he was just you know whatever well this is what he did i'm just like what uh so i remember oh god i think it was last year i saw this news article that came out that like this couple kidnapped a child like a, a baby i think it was maybe like maybe a year old or something but like they were supposed to return to back home at a certain date and they didn't and so like they had the kid with them and so they were like trying to flee to florida with this kid and like kidnap it and maybe raise it i don't know but yeah he was arrested uh for kidnapping and other charges and what have you but i got a friend request request from him the other day and i'm like I haven't responded. I haven't deleted it, but I also haven't accepted it because I'm like, is he going to be like my first felon friend on <laughs> Facebook? <laughs> Maybe I already have felon friends. I just don't know about. Maybe he wants to uh, apologize to you. like stages For what? Of, like, it isn't AA. me. You don't know that. You could have been on his list to like I could... fucking Oh murder. my God. Don't say that. No, I'm. Well, Amanda, he doesn't really know where I live. You know, he doesn't know where I can... live. Back in 2011, you were number three on my list. I don't even think I spoke to, like uh, stab. So. <laughs> I don't even think I spoke like a sentence to this guy. I just, again, I just knew who he was because I knew like some of the band kids. I was friends with. It. That is where you went fucking wrong. You should have spoke a sentence to him. I just didn't know. He played the cowbell and band, and you were a cheerleader. And, you, and, and now he wants to be my friend on Facebook. I'm very conflicted. Do I be friends with this person or not? He saw you laugh at him through the the band the band room window. He was jamming away on the cowbell, and he's like, "This motherfucker!" Like, you know, in about ten years, you're gonna see. You'll remember me. I don't even remember what instrument he played. <laughs> well, you're gonna learn. 
I'm now conflicted. I'm seriously conflicted now. Do, like, do I do I become friends with him on Facebook? I'm not one to judge what happened. Honestly, yeah, probably. Just get on his good side before he hatchets you. I should just just to see <laughs> what's he up to <laughs> since uh, last yeah, got... year. <laughs> since I left prison, I started making candles. <laughs> um. Okay, so moving on to my next musing. Uh, I want to do this, but I mistakenly voiced this idea out out loud to my boyfriend, and he subsequently shot the idea down. <laughs> but I'm thinking about doing it regardless, um, and that is to paint tiny mushrooms on the walls in my house as little Easter eggs for guests to find. Like tiny, tiny little mushrooms, like paint them all over the house. I, I, uh, I love that. I love it. Are you going to tell them to look for it or like? No, I just like want them to like find it randomly. And then like maybe another time they're in a different room and they like look over and they're just like, it's another one. And then now they're just looking all over my house for all the mushrooms. that are really, really, really tiny on the walls. Show me with your finger. Tell me when to stop. Oh, yeah. Uh, that big? Maybe? They're going to be like really tiny. Like you'd actually have to like. Look. notice it yeah and it's not going to be like in the middle of a wall it's going to be like on a on a corner or you know above a cat or next to a cabinet or something like not not super super obvious but that's what i want to do i want to paint like tiny little mushrooms all over my house and that was the first thing that came to my mind after i painted my mushroom painting back there the little super mario one yep yep that's where the idea came from and i'm just like and then it, it i just said it out loud the other day and now I may just paint these out of rebellion, even though I did not. The mortgage is not in my name, so I can't really do this. My boyfriend's actually the landlord. Well, if they're small enough, no one's gonna see him, right? The landlord won't care. Your boyfriend won't care. Yeah, the landlord. Okay. The la- the I got insurance. Won't care. The boyfriend might, but the landlord. <laughs> um, okay. I love it. So. I think it's cool. <laughs> Thank you. All right, my next musing. I think this is the last one. Yeah, I was watching. Oh, my God. What was I watching? It was some I think it was an animated show or it was something. But anyway, so they burst into song and dance. No, this was I don't I don't remember. All I know is that there was song and dance. And so this is what came to my mind. And I'm just thinking, like, why are there musical numbers in movies? Like why? Especially in Disney movies. Like, what is the, the purpose like, where did this all start where movies will insert a song and dance number that somehow everybody knows the words to the song? They know all the steps. They know all the placement. It doesn't happen in real life. So why would we, like, put it into a movie other than just for entertainment value? I think I just answered my own question. But that's what popped into my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I... <laughs> It just, I mean, it goes and like, back what to... dictates what dictates a movie like it, it where it doesn't have a musical number, and then all of a sudden, like somebody comes in, they're just like, you know what, Matthew McConaughey is gonna learn how to sing. <laughs> we need this number in this song. You're singing now, Matthew. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> that would probably be his answer too. I mean, it goes back to like theater and plays. Yeah. Which, like, you know if you're going into it, like, you know you're going to be watching, like, a Broadway musical. But there's, like, some movies that... I think it was... Why? I don't know. 
regardless, I just had that musing come into my head and I wrote it down. So now you get to see it. Okay, you look like my cat looking at a fly. Pretty much. What are you looking at? That was my that was my thinking face. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to think of. <laughs> Is that what you do when you're out on the OP, just <laughs> looking at looking the sky? At, looking at the sky. <laughs> what do you do for your living? I look at the sky. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an astronomer, pretty much. There's your new sticker. <laughs> It's just a cat. What are you doing? I'm looking for aliens. Alien yes, yes. Just, just like following the dots. Oh, if speaking of speaking of. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, you. Uh, I was gonna say this happened a while ago, and I know I I talked I said something about this, but like it didn't take the recording for some reason. But it was uh, a couple months ago. I was unloading stuff from the car and I get a phone call from my old NCO, like who she had retired, but she's like, dude, look up at the sky right now. Like there are these things like coming. Um, hold on one second. I'm sorry. I got a phone call. Hey, hello. Yeah. Can you help? Yeah. I can step out. Oh. Yes. Okay. One second. Hold on one second. I got to go unlock the gate. Help with the couch. Yeah. You're good. Perfect timing, too, that he went to go get it and I stayed to record. Because I think we're 15 minutes away from kickoff. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Do your thing. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, so he's back with the couch. But continuing my, my story real quick. Um, I get the get the call from Nancy. She's like, hey, look up at the sky. And so I'm looking up. She's like, just put your hand over the sun and look around the sun. And sure enough, there are these things that are just moving like super fast, like whipping by. And I'm like, is that a satellite? But they were coming from like all different directions. And you could see it as long as like you held your hand above like where the sun was, you could see it. And I'm like, what is that? She's like, I don't know. Maybe they're UFOs. And I'm like, holy shit. It's a random Wednesday. What are they doing now? UFO work seems like a weekend thing, you know, not a Wednesday. Yeah, it's like a Friday night thing, like a Wednesday, like, I don't know, maybe they got somewhere to be, like, it's it's Wing Wednesday, everyone's heading out. <laughs> They're going to B-dubs. They're going to B-dubs, God, I haven't had B-dubs in so long. Holy shit, I'm so hungry. Um, But anyways, that's, that's all I really had. Uh, do you have anything, Thought? Or we can make this like a part one and a part two. Do you, do you want to stop now? It doesn't make a difference to me. Oh, did you find the alien stories? Yeah, I have. Fuck yeah. Okay. All right. I'll be done shortly. So. Okay. Let me read some things off the internet first, and then I'll get into the submitted stories. So, a man named Robert Jacobs, he was a lieutenant back in 1964. He was a part of a 100-man unit. And he was dispatched to California to, photo to photograph a high-speed um, Atlas D missile from uh, Vandenberg. And huh. uh, during the rocket's flight, it was supposed to be a three-parter, which was like taking off and then expelling the a part of the engine and then uh, continuing its launch. And then after he took the pictures, he got a phone call to uh, a major Florence Mansman, where three people in gray suits were standing 
whom later cl claimed they were the CIA. He said, uh, Major Man's Man, I hate that name, uh, sit down and watch this. He turned the projector on and the most amazing thing happened. Uh, Dr. J Dr. Jacobs continued, we could see the bottom three stages of the rocket filling the frame from 160 miles away. And it was amazing. The clarity was beautiful. And uh, through all three stages of the flight. We were testing to see if we could launch a nuclear warhead into orbit slightly above the nuclear shaft so the Russians would aim their anti-missile anti -missile missiles at the shaft and our little warhead would fly over and obliterate Moscow. That was the game we were playing. Horrifying to think about in retrospect. But suddenly, from the, in the frame, he claimed they saw an object following the test missile, which traveled at 8,000 miles per hour. The UFO was able to have homed in and fired four beams at the warhead. Dr. Jacobs said that it flew out of frame and the same way it had come in. At that point, the warhead tumbled out of space. The light came on and Major Man's man and the two other guys in gray suits looked at me and the Major said, were you guys screwing around up there with the cameras? And uh, Mr. Jacobs said, no, sir. He said, was that a UFO? Mr. Jacobs said, it looked like that. And the young lieutenant was baffled. And um, eventually Dr. Jacobs was escorted to the door and said, uh, we don't need to remind you how serious of a security breach this is. And he said, as I left, they leant over to speak in my ear as if to say something the guys in the suits couldn't hear. He said, Lieutenant, if you were ever tortured in the future, somebody has you up against the wall and they're frying your privates with fire. You can tell them this. It was laser tracking. And back in 1964, there was no laser tra tracking. So just to summarize that, oh shit! Uh, the young LT was in California taking photographs of this new warhead that was being launched. And it was three phases of it. Uh, throughout all the tracking, the camera spotted everything perfectly. And within the frame, a UFO came into frame. And the photographs shot, pictured four beams hitting the warhead. And then the warhead uh, slowly tumbled out of outer space after that. Huh. Um, the man is still alive, but nonetheless, is it worth man. getting your, your generals fried over? I'm, I don't know. I mean, weren't you looking for that kind of thing in your job description search? <laughs> hey. But, I, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm not, that was for LSD. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm not kink shaming. I'm not kink shaming the guy. We don't kink shame. If you want your, you your balls, uh, torched, sure. Go for it. Um, I've talked about uh, in a previous uh, podcast about um, UFOs and nuclear sites. How there's like more than there's like more than five more than five uh, times where a UFO came into picture on radar and and in visual sight and uh, pretty much deactivated nuclear warheads inside their silos. Um, yeah, I I think that's very interesting. There's tons of stories on the internet. And we've already been talking a lot, so I'll leave it to you as a listener to like just type in UFOs and uh, nuclear facilities, and you'll find a lot. The History Channel covers it. Um, a bunch of people cover it. I have to watch that tonight. I'm, I'm like now like in an alien kick 
mood for watching things. Sure, why not? Yeah. But no, that's do you think it's AI that is uh interfering with the nuclear silos? I really don't know. Could be. I don't, don't I guess it doesn't really matter, does it? There's an interference coming from something. It's just like is it organic or is it inorganic? Yeah. Or artificial. I think but, I think yeah. behind everything, just like us with our little drones, there probably is somebody with a brain and some type of flesh. Is Skinny messing up right now? Yes, yes. He's uh he's turning against me. He's, he's not liking what we're talking about. <laughs> we've said too much. Um I think there is somebody You can kill later. Just like in uh Um Independence Day when they go to the mothership and there's like, you know, homeboy that's like controlling all like the ships and stuff, essentially. Yeah. Kinda, kinda like mm-hmm. that. Like the mother like the hive, like a kind of like a hive mentality. Yeah. Like the worker bees are probably like the AI stuff and the, like the you know, the 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 nest, the royal nest is like off some distant planet. Yeah. Um that's I think that's how it is. Not saying that I think there yeah. probably is some manned people flying around, which gets me me into my next story. But I also think there's probably a healthy uh salt and pepper scenario of unmanned. We do it. Why the can't they do it? Ghosts are the paprika. Don't. We're not ready for ghosts. <laughs> the, the ghosts and aliens. Ghosts are the paprika. Ghosts and aliens. Oh, let me take a sip. I'm of... gonna look more into that. Yeah. This is part. I, I I titled this aliens part one of many, and ghosts and aliens. You best believe I'm gonna be talking about that in the near future. Real quick, and we can talk about yeah. this next. The world gets destroyed by an asteroid. Where do the ghosts oh, I don't go? Like to think of- don't even answer it. I wonder if there's like a gravitation. Don't answer it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> but that's a okay. Thoughts, okay. Thoughts. Thoughts. Okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna make a note of that one. Yeah. All right. Uh, next thing. Um, this is called Brazil's Roswell. So uh, Brazil in 1996, uh, an aircraft crashed in Brazil, and they made a documentary about it called Moment of Contact, and it's on Amazon. Essentially, a UFO crashed, and then up a little less than 20 people in this small town in Brazil uh, saw the UFO crash. Uh, two sisters and a man saw a being that was around four feet high with oily skin and very large red eyes uh, in on their property. Oh, I don't like that. Ugh. The United States Air Force was involved in it. Apparently, they might have had something to do with shooting this thing down. Um, but they were involved with it. They are involved with the cover-up, as well as Brazil's military, who was called immediately. And upon um, upon the crash, the Brazil military responded. And one of the service members, uh, name redacted, it's in the, it's in, it's, I'm not redacting it. I'm just saying that because I don't remember it. But... It's in the uh, documentary Moment of Contact. He uh, beat the shit out of this thing and was scratched by it, right? And he was fine, but the scratch ended up leading to his death. So he was admitted to the hospital and died uh, later that day. So uh, what happened with the aliens in the crash? I'm not sure. I haven't seen the documentary just yet, but it's on Amazon. Uh, Tales of the Grid Square said it's really good. 
He talked to us about it, actually, if you remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll have to watch that. I'll have to ask him what the name of that was again, because like I said, I'm going to be on an alien kick. I'll be watching things. Moment. It'll probably give me nightmares. Moment of contact. Moment of contact. I'm going to write that down. And I'll, if you have anything else to add, I'm going to just give you some of the the viewer submissions that were sent to me about aliens. Fuck yeah. Yes. All right. So this was sent to me about three years ago. Uh, He was in Afghanistan from 2009 to 2010. He was on patrol. All their nods, thermals, etc. turned off at the same time. They halted and set security, wondering what the fuck happened. They saw something basically beam down to the dirt and look at them. Once their thermals were back up, they watched it haul ass up the side of a mountain on all fours. Inspired a big ass alien tat on the guy's sleeve. And as crazy as it sounds, I can tell you he's not the type of guy to bullshit you. Oh, that made my skin crawl. Like, alien crawling up the side of a mountain. Oh my god. I picture the guy, like, old alien boy, like, beaming down real quick. Like, kind of like Thor, like a superhero, landing on a knee with a a fist in the ground. And standing up. But he's three feet tall. And I put him into the fucking (laughs) ocean. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. Fucking nerd. I had this conversation tonight about fighting animals. I won't. We want. Uh, what the fuck was it called? It doesn't matter. I'm not. I'm never gonna be killed by an animal. All right, or an alien. That's maybe my pride of me. But like, if if a little four foot guy is coming near me, same with witches. If a ghost, if I next time there's some type of skinwalker, and I say this every episode. At this point in my life, I'm fucking running. I'm running at you, and I'm gonna attack you. I'll be the first person to capture one of these little fuckers. Hold me to it. You know what Skinwalkers on Earth opens up the door to, right? Alien Skinwalkers. <sighs> All right. Asteroid hits Earth. You're welcome for that. Where did the Skinwalkers go? <laughs> Where did the Skinwalkers go? All right. Continue. I know you got the game. It's here soon. Sports. Um, Sports. Zero three in March, April. In March or April 2012, Tower Guard Rotation, small outpost in uh, Paquita province. I could see a storm rolling in through my nods from the west over Zermatt district. Pretty good viz, or sorry, goddamn, pretty so- pretty good sized wall cloud you knew was going to bring uh, the sideways rain that would come through the, the windows and render any hiding spot useless. We'd seen this kind of storm enough to know it was about to suck. After about 30 minutes watching it roll in, I saw a ball of light shoot from the ground like an outgoing mortar round, except there was no sound. It went all the way straight up into the middle of the cloud until I lost it, and then it exploded, dead silent. It made a halo of light that seemed to push the storm away from the center. After about 15 seconds, the storm cell completely vanished along with the light. I raided over the tower uh, one where two of my guys were facing that direction and they saw it too. None of us could explain what exactly we saw. And sometimes I wonder if it happened at all. Well, I would say it happened. If the other people are still, they saw the same thing you did. Yeah. I say you're, uh, yeah. I say, what well, you, you seen it, you seen it. It's there. If you're like sleep deprived and like you saw something, whatever. I, like, I understand. But like I, if other people saw yeah. the same thing, that's where it's getting me. I'm like, that's. 
probably did happen. Like, everyone's sleep deprived where they see something. Like, every time I'm tired, I'm like, holy shit, you know? Yeah. But it's like little things in the corner. I never like, hey, a mortar round. Oh my god. Like, you know what I mean? That's That seems pretty... Yeah. Uh, extravagant. Significant. Yeah. That's like, that's not, yeah, a mortar round or whatever is not something you see out of the corner of your eye. Right. Shadow. Yeah. Mortar round. Not likely. And I got one more. If you'll have it. Okay. I will have it. For uh, Wachuca 2019, his squad, was, his squad was sent down to Arizona to test some new communications equipment. It's 0-2 and the skies were always clear at night. You could see almost every star and aircraft. Border Patrol likes to use blimps to uh, to help survey the area over the mountains and the blimp has a very distinct light coming from it. As we are all, as we are all out in the field, there were four of us awake at the time and we had just refueled the generators. My friend pointed up and said that there were strange lights that looked like they were coming out of space. As we're all looking up, we see them start to pick up speed and move down towards the mountains. As they start coming down, the light not only gets way bigger than any other stars in the sky, but it's shooting across the fucking sky in a zigzag motion at speeds I've never seen in my fucking life. There were five objects, and once they came down, they just hovered over the mountains and started changing colors. They looked like giant orbs of light. Now, this goes on for about 10 minutes, and it's so dark out I can only get my phone to focus to take pictures or not, or a video. We watched one break off from the other four, and it hovered over the blimp like it was analyzing it. After it does that, we, start, we, we see it start to move towards us. This might have been because of the frequencies we were broadcasting, but it moved over us in a rate of speed, then stopped on a dime directly over us. I shit you not... I can't even explain how terrified we were. I had glanced over at our equipment and I saw that it was interfering with it and we had lost signal. It hovered over us for about five seconds before moving back over with the others. Immediately once it linked up, they all shot back up into the sky, disappearing in a matter of seconds. Uh, that blinking light like came over to them and was like, these bitches ain't shit left. <laughs> oh, these, these guys aren't threats. These guys, fuck, man, shoot. They're a bunch of combo nerds. Pussies. Pussies. Yeah, that nerd had a pewter dragon on him, too. Can you believe that? That was wearing a fleece top. Believe that? Oh, my God. All right. Well, I kind of want to make this a part one and a part two, if you want. Yeah. All right. Well, dope. Um, I'll try to dig up some alien stories if I can. Uh. But yeah, you got a game to watch. I got a couch to put together and some Korean barbecue to make for tonight. So mm, that sounds good. Well, uh, there's so much information on the internet about stories that we can really pull from next time. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. So uh, don't worry if you guys like this episode. Guess what? More is coming. Future bringing on guests. Uh, but yeah, you can find us at Department of the Dead. Uh, on Instagram at department underscore of underscore the underscore dead. Uh, you can email us your stories. If you have any alien stories, you can send us an email at department of the dead 2022 at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow me, Salty Kilo. I don't really post anything really interesting uh, other than my cats uh, and the daily musings of my life now that I'm out of the army. And who knows? I might get another piercing or something like that. <laughs> Just kidding. They're kind cool of. cats, though. Cool cats. <laughs> They are very cool cats. And you can find me at 
at not period a period j t a c and that's all we got so thanks for tuning in this week thought you have a great short week yeah i i will i have like two days of work (laughs) this week pretty much because we have a Donza Hell yeah. and a ball and shit. So. Everyone's in holiday mode right now. And I fucking love Christmas it. Christmas started about uh, 14 days ago. So yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, we'll see you guys next time. Bye.